Welcome to the Legally Sound Smart Business Show, your weekly look at legal news and questions in the business world. Here are your hosts, Nasser Pasha and Matt Staub. All right, welcome to Legally Sound Smart Business. This is Nasser Pasha. And this is Matt Staub. And welcome to episode number 28. 28. Yeah, really getting up there in the numbers. This is impressive now. Very good. I'm really excited for this episode today. We're talking about classes of stock with Google. Yeah, and this is something... Well, I'm just going to get right into this. So this is with Google stock, and it's kind of interesting. So they have this new... You can have classes of stock as a corporation, at least as Google has it here. This is their new C-class that just got issued. But the thing here is the shareholders for this class of stock are going to have zero voting rights at the annual shareholders meetings. Yeah. I mean, pretty much no rights. I assume that maybe they get dividends at the least, right? But they've really stripped down any kind of benefit of actually owning the stock other than just the speculation of the ownership of the company and buying and selling the actual stock. You know, the dividends is a good point. I don't know if that even mentions that in here. But yeah, I would think they would have to get dividends at least or else. I don't know if Google issues dividends or not, but yeah. Yeah, it's true as well. But anyway, so this class is non-voting. And you know, thinking about it more macro, if the people that had it, class A shares, for example, or B, I mean, their votes really don't matter in the whole scheme of things, especially when the the main people have, I think here, 55.7%. So they have a majority. So they can still do whatever they want to do. But I guess I get the point of having these as non-voting just because they don't want to dilute that 55.7% anymore. But as long as they kept the majority, I don't see what the big deal is. From what I was reading, the reason is, is that the Class A stock, which is a voting stock, well, both Class A and B are voting stock, but Class B is really the one that matters because each share is worth 10 votes. And you can do that. You can you can have different classes where you want to retain control. And so even if you don't own a majority of the company, even though in this case they do, your vote is the one that matters. And Class A stock was used by Google to issue to basically their employees for stock options, things like that. And you know it makes sense. If they want to keep doing that, eventually they're going to be diluted to a point where they don't have control. So I guess in theory, that's the perspective that they're coming with so that they don't have to worry about this kind of issue. But I think it's an important lesson for other companies because different classes of stock is not only in corporations, you can have different voting rights and different levels of interest in other entities as well, whether it's a limited partnership or an LLC. But to me, it's a main point of how to retain control and to give different rights to maybe investors or non-investors or founding partners versus later employees. The question of the week here that's coming up actually kind of deals with this as well. But I did want to touch on a couple more things. I thought it was funny how the shareholders tried to stop this or object to it, and they voted. They got 180 million votes in favor of a resolution that was going to call for equal voting rights, which is by far the most they've had of is a triple the amount of any other measure that was voted on. But I said the the majority has 551 million votes, so not even close to reaching that. And that that was just between two people, Larry Page <laughs> yeah. and um, I forgot the other yeah. co-founder's name. Yeah, so that was pretty funny. But basically, that was the point I was making earlier. Is at the end of the day, an individual's vote doesn't really matter that much, anyways. Even though it's nice to have that option, so I'd much rather have an A class than C. Yeah. But maybe it's people getting upset for something that's not that significant. Well, what's confusing too is that so the stock symbol to trade for C is going to be the right the normal G O O G right, and then for Class A stocks it's a different symbol, right? 
Yeah, that, that's a little confusing. That's not uncommon too for the public stock exchange. But th- this reminds me of something else too, is that we deal with this issue with our clients all the time. And I personally am a big proponent of control. I really don't like when you have like three or four people get together and they share things equally or they give everything to their employees and so forth. And I don't mind giving stock or equity incentive to employees. I understand that's how you recruit talent. But but listen, uh, these guys, Larry Page and his co-founder, from the very beginning, they knew that they wanted to retain control. And they, so that's why they set this up in, in such a way. And that's how I would run my business. And I would expect anyone else to do the same, but it requires planning from the very beginning. Yeah, we all know that you're a control freak, so that's not surprising. <laughs> I am. If you owned Google, would you even let people search? I don't know. How, how would that work? <laughs> yeah, I'd want to approve every kind of search that goes through Google. All right, well, let's get to the question of the day here. I want to provide some sort of benefit to a potential investor, but I don't want to give up any equity. Are there other options? And this comes from an app development company in Texas. So I guess first things first, they could... Well, I guess you'd still be giving up equity if you issued different classes of stock. So maybe that's not the best option. No, yeah. I mean, it's kind of hard to raise money without giving up equity. Uh, Besides a loan, obviously, there's a promissory note. And a potential investor really has to find some kind of upside to it. You could sell future profits, you know, for example, in the sense that they don't necessarily own equity, but they may get a percentage of your collections and so forth. That's an alternative that may be viable, but I think that's difficult. It seems like if you don't want to give up equity, there are other ways to raise money. Friends and family, you could borrow some from banks and so forth. Obviously, if you're a startup, that might be very difficult, but there's not a lot of options for you, especially in the app development world. I think the investor is going to expect some equity for their investment. That's pretty much standard. The profit sharing idea is good. I guess my suggestion would be, even though this is kind of what they're saying they want to avoid if giving out the equity, is just do what Google just did here with the different classes of stock. I mean, yeah, maybe the person that wrote this and doesn't really understand that, that you can do something like this where you can give out these shares, but make it non-voting so they don't really have a say in the decisions. Exactly. I think the real reason people don't want to give up equity is because they're concerned that they'll lose control it's difficult and so forth. And it's true if once you're selling equity of your company, the transaction material that goes along with that is complicated. Maybe if you were doing it on your own for now, as far as on the legal end, by this time you really have to get an attorney because you don't want to make any mistakes in this. So I can understand that. But there are a lot of options to limit control, even in the dividend and profit sharing aspect in a member's agreement or a shareholder's agreement, you can specify how dividends are going to be paid out and so forth. That's all negotiable. That sounds like what this person was asking was just by the way their question was worded. They said they don't want to give up any equity. I think that's more they don't want to give up any more control than they've already maybe given up. I I think that's the right word they were looking for. So... If not, I guess they can let us know, but that's my guess based on how the question was written. Definitely. Okay. Well, that's our show for today. Thank you for joining us again. Send in your questions to ask at LegallySoundSmartBusiness.com and we'll answer them live on air. We'll live as in we'll record it and then publish it later. <laughs> live. <laughs> yeah. Depending on when it is, it's a little bit delayed, I suppose, or varying degrees, but <laughs> it's live when we record it. Exactly. Well, SNL is the same way, right? I mean, Saturday Night Live, I don't think is actually, it's recorded live, but it's not live live. I think on the East Coast, it might be maybe a 10 second delay. Maybe. I I thought it wasn't anymore, but we'll have our research team go on that. Well, I know they record late at night. 
So I, like I said, on East Coast time, it's, it's live, I believe. Okay, by the next episode, we'll figure that out, okay? We'll do a quick search. All right, cliffhanger. All right, have a good one, everyone. Keep it sound and keep it smart. This has been the Legally Sound Smart Business Show with your hosts, Nasser Pasha and Matt Stop. The Legally Sound Smart Business Show is your weekly look at legal news and questions in the business world. Legally Sound Smart Business is a podcast that is intended but not promised or guaranteed to be current, complete, or up-to-date, and should in no way be taken as an indication of future results. No attorney-client relationship is created by listening or submitting questions to the podcast. The podcast does not constitute legal advice, but rather is offered only for general informational and educational purposes. You should not act or rely on any information in the podcast without first seeking the advice of an attorney. The opinions expressed in the podcast reflect the views of those individuals and do not necessarily represent the views of any other individual or business. For more information about the Legally Sound Smart Business Show, visit LegallySoundSmartBusiness.com.